Real people. Real opinions. Real talk radio. The multi-award-winning Niall Boylan Show. I read a great piece in the Irish Times last week by Derek Byrne which explores what it is or what is behind the resurgence of violent homophobic attacks towards gay men in Ireland. And why I say it was a great piece was because I believe it was genuinely impartial. I'll go delve into that a little bit more but Derek joins me on the line. Derek Byrne who's a gay rights activist and academic and journalist. Good afternoon to you, Derek. Hi, Niall. How are you? Thanks for having me on. Uh, you're welcome. Now, but before we get into the article itself, by the way, yeah. you yourself were subjected to a uh, vicious verbal assault uh, walking through Cork Street in Dublin only recently. Just last night. Yeah, I know. Um, it, uh, you know, I have to say, yeah, it was just out of the blue. Seven o'clock in the evening, uh, walking home. I'd be in town. Um, I had my little uh, paper bag from TK Maxx with my... Uh, you know, my favourite chap in the whole world, by the way, can I just point out? <laughs> I a few little bits. And you know what? I didn't even... I mean, the guys ran towards me, but I, it didn't, it didn't cross my mind that they were running towards me. And with that, they grabbed the, the bag... Now, luckily, being a paper bag, I was left with a handle in my hand. <laughs> <because> <laughs> right. Everything tore and everything went on the ground. So I just, I picked everything up, you know, and yeah. uh, there's a woman standing at the bus stop. I thought she actually got a bigger fright than I did. But I kind of just picked everything up and I thought, no, I'm going to... How gonna, old were they, by the way, Derek? I would, there were three of them. I'd say two of them were probably about 12 and one was 14. Gosh. Um, so I thought, right. So I just very calmly walked after them. Um, they went to, ran around a corner and uh, around the Pimlico area. So sure enough, when I walk around to the shop, there they are. So I just was like, right, what was that all about, lads? You know, what's going on here? Um, yeah, can I have my stuff back? Yeah, well, I, you see, they didn't get anything. Oh, okay. Um, oh, 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 sorry. I had, all right, no, no, they weren't, they weren't getting anything <laughs> off me. But anyway, they, um, two, the two younger ones ran, and the older ones stood there, and the effing and blind them, um, and the faggot this and the faggot that, and I'll slash your face. Oh, and, no. And the funny thing is, what crossed my mind... Did you, by the way, were you not a little bit fearful at that stage that he started that using me, come try threatening them? I actually them? just turned around and walked away. Yeah, no point because being the hero. Really, yeah. yeah, you kind of know at that stage, is, A, there's no talking to anyone, but B, you could be in danger of, you know, uh, like these lads are big and they're, they're aggressive. And... Um, but the thing was, the, the funny thing was, when he said about, you know, putting my face in, whatever, that the, the, the guys in Sligo crossed my mind. Yeah. You know, right. no, I can't, I, Derek, I can't obviously talk about the case because, as, oh, you yeah. know, as you know, somebody has been charged now at this point. Yeah, no, but it's just that, that, that kind of yeah. uh, uh, level of violence. Okay, okay. Across, it, that, that's what came into um, my head. Um, because that's that's kind of like you know. Well, it's a reality for many. Absolutely, yeah. and it's a reality for many gay men, um, and not I suppose not so much you know lesbians because that doesn't seem to happen as much. It is primarily when we talk about you know yeah. being gay. It is primarily homosexual uh, that usually get targeted and usually get called you know have verbal assaults or attacks and everything else that we're seeing the homophobia. But you, you see, you, 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 you normally see it coming from young men. That's the thing. Yeah, you know, young men aimed at other men. Yeah, um, you're right. I've never heard. Yeah. I don't hear women, you know, making you know, kind of yeah, kind of gestures it, and names. If it if it does happen, it's not necessarily reported, or it doesn't seem to be. Or maybe it's not uh, quite as threatening. Prevalent. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, well, but look, in relation to your article, and what I liked about the article was that, unlike many other activists that I have spoken to in the past, um, 
you're quite willing to listen to debate. And you said that, you know, that you po- pointed out that 67% of people voted for marriage equality in this country. Yeah. Uh, so the other 33% clearly didn't and have a, have a reason why they didn't. Uh, yeah. Maybe it's a Christian re- reason. Maybe it's some other reason. I don't know what reason it happens to be, right? But you said, you know, rather than, you know, just attacking people and judging people, let's listen to what they actually have to say and find out what it is. I mean, yeah. do you really believe that? Is that an important thing to do? Oh, absolutely. I mean, you know, you, you don't have to work with the people who are with you. They're already with you. The work you have to do is the people who are against you. Yeah. Um, and I think we very often forget that. And we do forget that in the gay community sometimes. You know, if you want to win, the only people you have to win over are the people who, who aren't with you, who are against you and who wish you harm. That's where the work needs to be done. You don't have to work with the ones with the, who with the 67%. You. They're grand. Yeah, yeah. yeah they support you. So, so you don't have to do any work there. Um, mm-hmm. and, and, and I mean, all too often um, I have, you know, I, I would be critical of certain elements of the LGBT community who just kind of say, oh, well, we won't work with those people. You know, we, we do, they give us an awful time or, or certain newspapers, they always write homophobic stuff. Well, actually, they're the ones you have to put the time in with. Mm-hmm. Those are the ones you have. You, those are the minds you have to change. <laughs> you know, yeah. I mean, look, we, we've done many topics over the years and, I, and you know, I'm going to be honest, you know, when I look back, say, 20 years ago in talk radio, some of the stuff that we talked about, you just wouldn't do it now. Because, look, my mind changes on things as well as yeah. listeners. And some of the stuff that we talked about in the air, I just, it would be so inappropriate to even discuss yeah. now. But I think as a society, I think in 20 years, I think we're only moving forward, Derek, when it comes to, say, homophobia or when it comes to acceptance and not judging people. We are only yeah. moving forward. I, I don't see us moving back. Or do you see us moving back? I think there's the potential to move back because, um, you know, it's, uh, these things swing like a pendulum. You know, um, you always have a reaction, a response to certain situations. Um, I mean, I firmly believe that uh, with the new heterosexual male population, you know, the younger guys coming up, they're, they're seeing all this, you know, gay freedom, uh, all these different uh, labels like gender fluidity, um, non-binary, all of, the, all of this uh, new kind of understanding that is great. But there are people who are feeling um, lost in that, displaced in that, and also um, resentful of that. They have but, there seem, but there seems to be a case where you're not allowed to debate anymore, Derek. Well, this, I, and it's not a problem. Well, I mean, yeah. last night, for example, I, I read an article where there's a book being written by uh, the transgender community in relation yeah. to J.K. Rowling, where they burn yeah. her at the stake at the end of it, right? Yeah. Which is equally as bad, by the way, as some of the comments. Yeah. So, but, but what I'm saying to you is, there seems to be no debate. Like recently, I've had conversations with people in relation to, say, transgender in women's sports yeah. or and, and women yeah. who are standing up for women's rights yeah. objecting to that as well. And, and I'm saying we should be allowed to have a debate without immediately being cancelled, shut down. Or, uh, or being branded as homophobic. Or branded Absolutely. as homophobic, yes. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but we're not allowed to have those debates. For example, more recently as well, people have talked about Ireland. And I, and I don't want to make this sound in any way, shape or form racist, but Ireland is changing. Uh, we are becoming a more diverse nation. Nation, a more yeah. multicultural nation, and yeah. you know, and maybe that's part of it too. Maybe people with different values are now living in Ireland as well, and that yeah. we need to discuss that matter. Because if we don't debate things, we'll never solve the problems. Well, absolutely. well, the thing about it is, you know, I know people who don't agree with me or don't agree with the way I live or whatever. They have rights too, and we live in, doc- in a democracy. We live in a so-called free country where people have the right to express that. Well, they, they don't. don't well, have they don't to. have the right to tell you how to live, Derek. They don't tell you how, uh, absolutely, and that's not what I'm saying, but they have the right to say, 
I don't agree with it, or they have the right to a different opinion. And that doesn't mean that they have the right to uh, make me change. But we, you know, people have in this country, thank God, the right to be different. And that, that, that doesn't just mean uh, the right to be different from the norm. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that if we stop listening to each other, we end up in situations like this. It spills over into resentment and violence. Mm-hmm. And uh, I think that's part of what's going on. People There's, you're feel, right. There seems to be two extreme sides. Yeah, a- instead yeah. of having a lot of people in the middle having nice debates and conversations, yeah. there seems to be two extreme sides yeah. that you're either for it or you're a homophobe. Yeah, yeah. I mean, <laughs> I mean I, I've come across that myself within the gay community because I haven't necessarily agreed with, you know, the, the party line, as I, I would call it, or I would be trying to kind of encourage debate on gay issues from mm-hmm. within a gay perspective. And people go, oh, well, you know, you're a traitor to the cause. And it's like, I've been for, fighting for gay rights for 40 years. I'm hardly a traitor to the cause. Well, we're all looking I, for the same thing here, lads. Yeah, you know what I mean? I try yeah. to kind of look at things from a different point of view. And, and sometimes you have to do that. You have to be able to look at, you know, a different perspective in order to get the full picture. I mean, has Ireland, do you think of this, I mean, we say we're a progressive society. Uh, we're certainly a changing society, that's yeah. for sure. Very And very quickly, I've never seen a country change so much. I mean, we have gone from one of being one of the most Christian, conservative countries to one of the most liberal far. countries. But but, but uh, you, when you came out first, I don't know how old you are, Derek, and there's a whole thing now at the moment in media that we're not allowed to ask people their ages. I'm 57. <laughs> you're 57. That makes yeah. me a misogynist. Okay, so you're 57 <laughs> years of age, Derek. I mean, how has life changed as a gay man? And I don't know what age you were when you came out. What age yeah. were you when you came out? I was 20 when I came out in 1985. Okay. And I went on my first gay pride march in June that year, and it was about 25 of us marched up Grafton Street, hanging out, handing out pink carnations. Then we went to Marion Square, had a picnic, and threw frisbee. And when I look <laughs> at what what it's like today, I am incredibly um, proud of, you know, how Ireland as a society has moved on. I came out in the height of the AIDS pandemic as well, where people assumed if you were gay, you had AIDS, and. You know, people mm. would, you know... I remember that. I remember it well, yeah. Yeah, I mean, it was horrendous. Sure, I, I was just talking to Ashling here yesterday, and I remember when I, when I was on talk radio as a younger man yeah. uh, on a show I worked in, similar to this type of show, and one of the topics one night was, you, you know, you'd kind of make up the topics for the night or whatever, yeah. it was, was, is it all right for a gay man to go into a straight bar? That was a topic on a radio yeah. show. I mean, that was the society we lived in, that we had conversations like that, which now seem like the most ridiculous conversations ever. But that were the conver- they were the conversations. Yeah, now, I know I, the George has been around for a long time. I was uh, at opening night of the George in May 1985. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, <absolutely. laughs> Very few of us around. <laughs> yeah. So they were the conversations. So yeah. we, were, we were only, I suppose, new to it as a society. Is that is that fair to say? But I want to know what it was yeah. like for you at twenty years of age being a gay it, it, man in it, Ireland. It was not. It was not good. It it was quite traumatic, to be perfectly honest with you. And I mean, one of the things I realised about last night was, although I felt fine all night, I felt you know, ah, sure, you know, shrugged that off. You know, I slept for fourteen hours straight last night, which is unheard of for me. And I realised this morning, what happened to me was I revisited the trauma of thirty-five years ago. Um, and that's what that does. And you don't realize it um, until after that. That remains there because it was quite a traumatic time. I mean, I lost at least 50 percent of my friends from back there to HIV and AIDS. And, you know, while we've come on so far, it is 
I think men of my generation, gay men of my generation, carry an awful lot um, with them. I mean, I, I remember when It's a Sin came out last year, people were asking, was that what it was really like? And that's what it was really like. Mm-hmm. And, um, and I suppose, you know, we move on and we, we see all the change and we see how far things have come. But at the end of the day, I know myself that at the back of my mind and deep down, those memories are there. And, um, and you know, they don't go away. And it's, it's, it's something that seems as simple as what happened last night brings that all back. Um, I, don't think, I don't think we'll ever go back to, you know, 20 years ago. I don't believe so anyway, but I certainly hope not. You see, the, the thing is, and what I was get, trying to get at was, you know, we, had, we do have fantastic legislation uh, in this country, but it's attitudes that take much longer to change. And the thing is, you know, don't forget that one third of people who voted against marriage equality is a sizable minority. And, um, and, and, and that doesn't include the people who didn't vote, by the way. And that doesn't well. include the people who didn't vote. And that yeah. doesn't include people who did vote, but might have voted for different reasons. Mm-hmm. Um, so, you know, we, we kind of, we do have, you know, I think we're wrong to think that it's all rosy in the garden now. And things are great for, for members of the LGBT community because, you know, there's still an element there that doesn't understand. And there's still an element that, that kind of, really doesn't doesn't get it and um, is it, is it a part is part of the problem you know that there's loads of people out there who'll say oh i've no issue with two men or two lads being together mm-hmm. no issue with two women being together now i do have an issue with this or this 900 genders or i do have an issue with yeah, this or well i mean so, in other words tying everything together in lgbt yeah. as keep, one big yeah. argument or debate is that part of the problem it, it, it kind of is as well, yeah. And I think maybe, you know, within the gay community, and I, when I say gay community, I, I mean the whole rainbow of, of, of diversity. I think we, we, we need to have more debate within our community, which we used to have, but we don't have anymore. And this was one of the, the things I was getting at when I initially wrote about uh, marriage equality, and I was seen as being against marriage equality, which I wasn't. I'd been campaigning for it for years. But the thing was, I was concerned at the fact that there was no debate within the community. People were not being consulted. What do we want? What is this going to mean for us as a community um, as a whole? And we are incredibly diverse within the LGBT community. And, and, and so I don't think that it's a case of one size fits all. And I think we need to recognize that ourselves uh, and kind of you know, work together within our diversity to recognize that there is a uh, difference, that there, we all have different aspirations, maybe one ultimate goal of equality, but that does not necessarily look the same um, for everybody. Yeah, just because you're a gay man doesn't mean you have to agree with everything within the LGBT community. Well, I mean, or just because you're a straight man doesn't yeah. mean you don't have to either. Well, I, as, as a gay man, oh. I have just as much in common with a, a transgender man as a straight man has. Mm-hmm. So we're kind of all in this together, yeah, yeah. Uh, really. You know, and, and um, I think that's, that's, you know, that's part of the issue. We need to talk about people rather than labels perhaps but maybe yeah. that's a little bit you <laughs> and do you, do you think by the way when, when we talk about you know homophobic attacks uh, yeah. and sadly there was a very bad attack there going back two weeks <clears> ago <throat> as well or three weeks ago now um, when we talk about attacks and, and certainly you know verbal abuse that you got or you know the fact that two men still when they're walking down the road somebody might be shouting names at them or whatever yeah. and yeah. primarily probably younger people as you rightly pointed yeah. out I think older people have become more mature about this kind of idea uh, but do you think that it really has got worse or is it a case that because of social media and because of the media that we now live with in the, the world we live in that it's just reported more and we're seeing it for what it is? 
I think, well, for, um, I think what it boils down to for something like me is your lived experience. You know, um, the fact of the matter is I was walking home quietly last night and ended up with this kind of experience of assault and this verbal um, stuff being thrown at me. That has not been my experience for a long time. It's a long time since somebody called, I mean, since called me a faggot. Like, I haven't had that thrown at me in I don't know how long. And that was a bit of a shock. And I think what is what is concerning me is not necessarily where we are where we are at the moment, but what is coming up. What is the future going to look like? Like um, I think we have to continuously work at equality, educating young people about difference, about the right for people to to live um, their truth. And I think there's an element of, I think there was a huge element of, right, we've got gay marriage now, so everything's fine. Forgetting about the fact that people continuously need to be educated. And it's what's coming up is what's concerning me, you know. And, mm-hmm. and I think also, you look at the fact that we've just come through um, COVID. Yeah. You know, I think there's a lot of mental health issues um, mm-hmm. emerging Absolutely. within our society. And maybe this is part of it as well. I think we need to start looking at that. And connecting um, everything together and joining the dots know, together and figuring out why exactly. people feel that way. What is going on at the moment? Okay. Because, you know, there, there is, I, I, like even since last night, since my, my, my post, the amount of um, gay men who shared similar experiences with me has been unbelievable. Um, and, and also, can I just say, what, what boils my blood is where this happened uh, to me last night, about 50 yards away, there had been a shooting the day before. Not a guard in sight. You don't, I never see a guard on the beat. No. I live in Dublin 8. I never see a guard on the beat. Those days are sadly gone, Derek. You know, should uh, we, we all, should we, Yeah, well, I was a young fella. I used to, in my own housing estate in Edenmore, I used to see there was always two or three guards walking around on yeah. duty. That you don't see there anymore. We you, need, there's, there's a topic for your show. We need oh, to we've done it. We've done it. Sherlock O'Connell oh, Street, the main thoroughfare in Dublin, although Twink thinks it's a kip. I'd probably agree with her, actually. He's a bit of a kip, to be honest with you, O'Connell Street. Yeah. We need to do something with it. But, you, but, I mean, the amount of violence that happens on O'Connell Street or certainly yeah. on the boardwalk and drug dealing, yeah. and yet there's no guards walking around. Yeah, yeah, and, and you know what? It's not, it's not rocket science. No, <laughs> listen, it's a wonderful piece in the Irish Times, Derek, and I, I enjoyed reading it because I, for the first time, I'll be honest with you, I felt like here's a gar- an article from a gay man about LGBT and about rights and everything else. But he's willing to listen to debate and wants debate and wants to hear yeah. debate. And I think that's the only way that you can ever move forward. Shutting, shutting down conversation doesn't work. It doesn't. No. It's way forward. Yeah, absolutely. Derek, listen, lovely talking to you. Thanks very much indeed. Thank you. Around the air. And, and I hope, by the way, that doesn't have too much of a, a traumatic effect on you. I'm or... going out to have a haircut and more retail therapy. <laughs> All right. <laughs> I'll go back to TK Maxx. That's what I, I recommend. Yes. <laughs> See you, Derek. Bye. There you go. Derek Byrne, uh, who is a gay rights activist, academic and a journalist as well. Sadly, by the way, that shouldn't, nobody should have to experience that. You're walking down the road and people just start calling your names uh, because you were sexual orientation or whatever it happens to be. This is bloody ridiculous. How we'd move past that, folks. If you have an opinion, share your opinion and let us all have a little bit of a debate about it. But don't be walking up to people and calling them names. What's that going to achieve? It's going to achieve anything. All you've got to do is upset people, annoy people, and then you just, I suppose, carry on this nonsense whereby, sadly, uh, some people end up either very hurt or dead. Real people. Real opinions. Real talk radio. The multi-award winning Niall Boylan Show. Ireland's classic.